You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. Shout out to Adam's apartment because we almost couldn't even make it into the building. They can knock me down, but I'll get back up again. <laughs> I get knocked down, but I get up again. It's like I'm moving, but like if I can kicked out of the place, like come on, phone, let me in my building, please. <laughs> Did you say come on, foam? Phone, phone. Oh, I was like foam. Who's phone? Oh my gosh. So. Past tense of fam. You know, the Vampire Weekend's coming out, the new album in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got an email from Spotify after I placed my order for the limited edition Orange album. There's a limited edition Earth vinyl coming out for what? it. Ugh. Spotify fans first. Well, technically second because I did not get to order that. But mm. Well, you know, that's did. how it goes these days. All these limited edition vinyls, are, it's kind of crazy. Get the limited edition orange color. Get the limited edition earth color. Get the limited edition splatter color. Black color. Get the limited edition disappearing vinyl. Once you open it up, it's gone. It's gone. Gone forever. That's why that bit on Portlandia is so good. The one where he opens up the B-52s. Oh, yeah, and it's a little B-52s dancing in there. <laughs> yeah. You know what also is pretty good? This coffee I'm drinking. Ooh. Yes, sir. We got... So, John, we're busy. We got a lot going on in our lives. Yes, we do. Some days, as much as I love making coffee in the morning, I can't get to it all the time. So that's why I'm drinking this delicious cold brew original. Very simple name. But it's basically a cold brew concentrate. So you only need like a little bit and then you fill the rest with water and a little bit of ice. It's actually pretty flavorful. It is very, very good. I think it's extremely tasty. Like Mm. I wouldn't have expected much from something like that. Right. We bought, we bought, last week we went through the vanilla one. It was mm-hmm. like vanilla flavored. It wasn't too bad. It definitely, it's one of those things like you drink it and you're just like, oh, wait, vanilla. It hits well, you kind of like after you drink it. If that wait a sense. second. You had coffee that wasn't black? No, it was, you? Bl- it was black coffee, but it was flavored. Vanilla. Ah, oh, okay. So, so that's it was like vanilla cold brew, essentially. There was no added ingredients oh okay all right okay i got a little bit worried there all right because i don't know if we could ever do our podcast again ever again after hearing you do something well the theme of this episode is black (laughs) oh it is black all right because we got black coffee a black album to talk about and another black sheep of the music (laughs) industry to talk about here on g4d aka grounds for discussion. discussion oh and my extremely caffeinated host right now co-host i should say is adam right across from me and you're soon to be very cap- caffeinated co-host caffeinated ca- cap- decapitated I-, I think this uh... oh no not that one let's not have that one yeah no 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 Just... we, li- we like our our hosts with two heads <laughs> and we'll be talking about the latest album from weezer the black album <sighs> <laughs> I mean, yay! Yeah, don't don't give it away yet. <laughs> and we, um, because this is our 69th episode, uh, we're also going to talk about now 69. Ooh, surprise! What? 
Did not see that one coming. No. Well, actually, I did. Because we always talk about what we're going to do about the episode beforehand. <laughs> That's right. But the listeners didn't know. They sure didn't. Oh, and maybe it's better off that they don't. You can't knock those hustlers, our oh. listeners. Oh, jeez. Ooh. I am not looking forward to you reading off the list of who's on now 69. <laughs> I'm really ready. not looking forward to it. You're looking for it because you're looking forward to it because you're a glutton for punishment. That's right. And because you love really bad music. And I'm a sucker for pain, my friend. You know, <laughs> I love bad music, but maybe not bad, bad music. Maybe just ironically. Oh, so like last night I went to Sea Dog Brewery. They were doing trivia yesterday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Days are all meshing together, my friend. Guess- well, today today is Thursday. So so either Tuesday or Wednesday. So I sat down. I was with my friend Adam, who we've had on this show, talking about They Might Be Giants. What is the first song the guy plays at trivia? Uh, Particle Man? No. Uh, Smooth. Oh, no kidding. Santana featuring Rob Thomas off the (laughs) hit album Supernatural. Yeah. Oh, that song. (laughs) Guess what song precedes it? What? What's that one Dave Matthews band song that goes? Isn't that all of them? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but it was one of those nights. Well, that sounds like your kind of playlist right there. Oh, so good. After that, did they play Beverly Hills by Weezer? No, they did not. Oh, jeez. Thank goodness there's nothing as bad as that song in this album we're about to talk about. But... Ah, <sighs> Adam, I, I think I need to mentally prepare myself well, prior to talking about this. Well, album. let's talk about the good old days. We're talking about Weezer today. Weezer is, of course, everyone knows Weezer. They came out with a really great album back in the 90s. They're from California. Kind of a weird mix of light punk pop. What else would you call them? They're just fun garage rock music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they came out... Secondly, with, of course, Pinkerton, and to f- they're probably their first critical failure, per se, but kind of gained cult status. And from there, Weezer has been kind of trying to find their sound, per se. They've definitely gone a lot more poppier in their sound and style. Uh, the frontman, Rivers Cuomo, is an excellent songwriter, and besides Weezer, he's had many writing credits. He did a couple songs off the Monkees album. That oh, that's right. You a couple years me that. ago, yeah, and those tracks he did were really good. So, the guy's got the talent, but th- for those big Weezer fans, the the steadiness and decline have been apparent. And some albums are a little better more than others that they recently come out with. But there's this huge debate going on in the music community about Weezer and their musical abilities and styles. And they put out an album recently as well called the Teal Album which is a bunch of 80s covers, which we also talked about on this podcast. But they're back with their newest, darkest album color yet in their series of album colors, the Black Album. And this is their sixth color album, too, by the way. Wow. So... 13 um, total. Yeah. So John sent me a couple notes on some stuff, but the guy from TV on the radio produced this album, and that's his name is uh, Dave Sitek? Sitek, yeah, and I love, love, love TV on the radio. And I think the fact that TV on the radio is pro- guys producing it, it's called the Black Album. Like, I was like a little low key excited when I heard those two things, but 
the singles leading up to it, Can't Stop the Hustle and Zombie Bastards, mm-hmm. proved otherwise. But, John, I'll let you dive in here. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of this uh, blackness in my soul? <laughs> I never go into an album wanting to hate it. And I am not one of those people that believes that Weezer still to this day can't make good music. I understand the appeal behind something like the Teal album. I think it was just really a gimmick overall, but I can understand why someone would like it. I think the last album by them that I enjoyed was one of the ones, I think from 2016 or 2017. It's the White Album, I believe. I actually really enjoyed that album. It was White right Album in- was good and uh, Everything Will Be Alright in the End, I remember liking a lot. You know what? That one I didn't listen to, but that the one was wh- pretty White good. Album I did. It was the one before White Album. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I was recommended the White Album by a good friend of ours, John, and he said that you got to give this a shot. And I did, and I was like pleasantly surprised by it. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites of that year, but basically what I'm saying is is that I don't think that Weezer is incapable of putting out a great album. They're not. The question is whether they want to do that or not. And I think with this album, unfortunately, Adam, my first initial thought is that this album is the equivalent in album form. This is the equivalent to the gif of Steve Buscemi from 30 Rock saying, hey, how you doing, fellow kids? (laughs) That's what this album is to me. I would agree with you on that. I feel like given Weezer's track record right now, I think their thing is they are very scared of fading into obscurity. So instead of kind of doing stuff that made them what they are, they're kind of appealing to the masses in a way. For instance, they just did something with Fortnite where they played like a, was it like they had like a house and they were streaming. It was like an island or something like that. But it's kind of just like all these little gimmicky things. They really played up the Africa. So this 15 year old person on Twitter reached out and said, Weezer should bless the rains down in Africa. And eventually they played along and trolled and then made Rosanna. And then they did Africa, which blew up and and kind of led to the Teal album with all the covers. And I feel like they're just trying to appeal to the kids. Yes. And the young kids, especially like probably 10 to 17, maybe a little younger. And I I get why they're doing that. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like they could do so much better. Yes. And it's disappointing to see an album like this from some a band that has a good track record and has talent. Completely agree. And the other thing to that I'm going to say piggybacking off of that is that they definitely have kind of given up on the older Weezer fans because I'm sure they've heard from them ad nauseum about how, oh, you're not as good as your old stuff. Why don't you put on another blue album? Why yeah. can't you have another Pinkerton well, what also, too, you? they lost Matt Sharp, which is the original bass player, and he kind of pioneered that sound. And so once they lost him, you know, it was kind of filling the void of that. That's a good point, too. I, I, I just think that their music now is the equivalent of, say, the Star Wars prequels. You know, they're, they're not really concerned with going after the old fans because the old fans are never going to be happy. So you go after a new generation, a new audience, mm-hmm. 
And you just hope that they latch onto that. You do what would appease them and their interests. That's why you get songs like Zombie Bastards on there. Yeah. Because the Which kids sounds, love uh, love zombies. So. It sounds like a Minecraft song. Like, it really does. Like I could like see like a Let's Player like playing Minecraft and listening to that song. It's just, it appeals to younger generations, really. If I were 10, 11, maybe even 12 years old, I probably would have loved this album. Yeah. And, and that's what I feel like this album is geared towards. It's definitely not geared towards us. Yeah. And I think that I get why they're doing that because it's, you know, trying to stay relevant and to piggyback off another thing that you're saying that you were saying earlier, they've been trying to move past the early days quite a bit, but there's also just a sense of depression that leers over river rivers i should say yeah from pinkerton because that just bombed so hard that he's been just trying to move away from that and distance himself and almost kind of escape mm-hmm. what that album did to him yeah so that's why you get songs like high as a kite it's like him trying to free himself from expectations and the impressions that all these other people have and just feel happy about himself and the music that he's making again see that's an incredible album concept. And I feel like, you know, Weezer incorporates colors into their music. You have the blue album, the green album, the red album. Like, you have all these different ranges of colors. And so when I heard they were making a black album, I was like, okay, this might be something interesting. I feel like, it, like you know, you have very famous albums that are black. You have Back in Black, Metallica's Black album. Jay-Z's The Black Album. Right, and those all have, like, using the color black, they use a lot with it. But I feel like... The songs here are almost too happy and like jovial to like even warrant this being called a black album. I mean, if you look at the album cover, they're all there in like latex S and M outfits. <laughs> like I'm expecting some weird stuff happening on here, but it's all just like upbeat, happy pop songs, and I just feel like the tone of it doesn't fit. You see, it's funny that you say that because Rivers thinks he's a genius for doing that. If you read any interviews leading up to the release of this album, he said he loves the idea of people looking at this album and thinking like, oh, it's going to be a black metal, really heavy album. And then they listen to it and it's really upbeat and poppy. He purposely made these songs on the piano because in his thought process, it would give a quote unquote classic songwritery feel, end quote. And I don't get that at all from this album. I re- I'm very curious how uh, Zombie Bastards would be a piano ballad. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, die, die. It's even got like the standard, you know, pop radio track thing that where it's like they do the like do 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 like whatever it is that they, you know just like the wordless chorus yeah. that comes in at some point. Just like that's just very standard. Uh, there are catchy moments to this. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because, like, I know we Rivers is such a talented songwriter, and there are catchy moments to it, but, like, the whole thing together just doesn't work. No, it, it, it really doesn't. It's also just kind of lacking any real narrative, like you were saying. Like, I don't get what the overall concept is here. We see hints of it, but from beginning to end, it just kind of seems like, oh, you know, the kids are going to love this one. But then he's going to get kind of personal. And then he's going to be kind of like, well, you know, I'm ready to move on from what people expect of me. It's just, I 
I don't get what exactly this album is trying to accomplish. Yeah, I agree. Especially with what you just told me about the interviews with him talking about, oh, well, I expected people to think like this. So, yeah, it's it's like, are you trying to <laughs> troll people, but not troll people? Like, I don't understand what you're. It's an artist who realizes that a lot of people are going to hang on anything he says or performs or writes. He's trying to keep the people that he knows happy and not only keep them happy, but make them happier. But at the same time is kind of just like, what's the word that I'm looking for? He's just kind of embracing this persona that's been put upon him that he really hasn't earned in quite some time. It's like, I don't want to make music like I used to because people will trash it. But at the same time, that should encourage you to make more of it. Like, you're sparking that conversation, you know? And in time, you know, Pinkerton did become a cult classic. And it took people time to realize it. So, like, why would he be afraid? Like, I mean, again, I'm sure the stress and the hate and the critique he got when it came out was, like, probably terrible to deal with. And I'm sure it messes with you on a creative level. But at the same time, I feel like, damn, that would interest that get me to write more, like, something different. It's like, why fall back on these kind of gimmicks? What what do you really accomplish as an artist to just put stuff out there like, oh, well, you know, I'm playing with people's expectations when really nobody's in on the joke? It's yeah. not funny. It's not even really creative. Like, you're, you make a lot of money because, yes, you, you are definitely a hustler like that first track conveys they can't knock them like they're torn right now they're they're torn all over the u.s and everything yeah I saw so them a year ago and they yeah. have a show coming up pretty soon at madison square garden and everything so they're still playing these huge venues i just think that like he probably thinks a little bit higher of himself than he probably should i think i like weezer when they're uncool yeah well that was the whole point of them like yeah. they're this uncool band but they play like like music that appeals to uncool kids yeah yeah being it was like they were uncool but being uncool made them cool exactly it's like one direction they don't know they're cool and that's what makes them cool (laughs) i see what you did there that was a that was a thinker yeah so yeah i i don't have too much else to say about this album i really tried it was a struggle by the time i came to my second listen on this because between the really like kitschy songs like Zombie Bastards to the really catchy and just overproduced songs like High as a Kite on there, I really couldn't latch on to this at all. I wanted to. I wanted to find something that I would genuinely like about it. But I just think that it's not a matter of them losing their way or it's they're not as good as they used to. I think he needs to just stop caring what people think. And I think he just needs to focus on the basics. Now it's just kind of become, I've got this persona that's been developed and, you know, people think it's funny when I do this. And he's just kind of relied on those gimmicks too much that he just creates an album that just doesn't have any real substance to it. So, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I even really enjoyed a song on this. There was a later track on here, uh, Byzantine. Mm Mm-hmm that uh, actually has uh, some lyrics written by uh, the lead singer of Against Me. And it sticks out because it's like, wow, that set of lyrics is the best lyrics on the album. 
and it's not written by him. Mm. So it just further shows that like it's not what he's not what he used to be. Again, I don't want to be one of those kind of user fans that were mocked on that SNL skit. Mm. <laughs> but this is just the Weezer that's just kind of disposable and forgettable. I don't know. I was debating whether I wanted to give this a stream it or a leave it. Uh, but really, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to be mean. I'm going to give it a leave it, leave it mm-hmm. all the way. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling pretty much in the same. Oh, for those of you also, our rating system, we have trash it, which is, of course, our lowest rating. Don't even bother. Leave it, which is it eh, might be one or two things on here, but don't really bother. Stream it, which means, hey, check it on your streaming favorite streaming site. It's worth a listen. Download it, which is, hey, download MP3 copy of it. Own it, which is go buy a copy of it. And then our top rating, gotta have it, which is go stop what you're doing by this now. But yeah, I agree. I feel like they just lost touch of who they are. And I don't wanna, I hate to be that who's like people on SNL too, like, you know, oh, well, Weezer didn't start till Matt Sharp left. It's like, ah, they, you know, whatever. But I, I can't do it anymore. It's just, I feel like they don't know who they're writing for anymore. And they're just trying to appeal to the masses so much. And I feel like the other band members are just kind of content with it. Whatever kind of Rivers does, he's like, okay, we'll play these songs. They're kind of fun. We'll just keep doing and Yeah, you never hear anything from them. Yeah, and, you know, I just, I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. There's not really much more to say. It's just like one of those albums where you're just like, eh. So is it a leave it for you too? Yeah, I'd say it's a leave it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I re- I really it just, really try. It's too kitschy for me now. I just like it. Just sounds like they, they, I know they can do so much better with different topics and just not, if they didn't care what people think, I think that's really the issue. And trying to appeal to kids. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with having fun, but no, there's I a way know. to have. Fun. But even on their other albums that they've done, you can see they're having fun. And at least there's like an attempt to like try to make like something cool but like this was just one of those things where i was just like yeah like i like that can't stop the hustle song like i cringe every time yeah i don't understand why there's like a spanish spoken word part in it just because they can do it i guess i don't know well exactly that's just it that kind of stuff is just thrown in there because huh isn't this funny guys isn't this cool yeah it's like no it serves no purpose you you just throw it in there because you can. Yeah. It, it almost even kind of sounds like he's like close to rapping on those first couple songs. I was like, ooh, no, please stop. Please do not cross over into that. I do not need Rivers rapping. Although if you really want to cringe even further, take a look at the music video for Don't Stop the Hustle. Oh. You can see uh, Pete Wentz in there. Uh, no Isn't thanks. that great? No thanks. <laughs> uh, speaking of also uh, other fun things. How about a little now? 69. <laughs> oh, boy. So before we step in and read the track list, uh, I just want to... Yeah, let's, let's read the track list first. <laughs> so we got... Um, You've been waiting for this all week. <laughs> I can oh see God. the look So for those face. of you who don't know, now, now is a series where it's a compilation of your favorite pop songs of today. It started off in London and Canada, and they are on, I think, like 140 or something, like 120-ish. So they're a little farther ahead than we are. 
And did you know also, too, John, that you could have bought the Now series on vinyl? They stopped printing it, though. Oh, jeez. Yep. <laughs> they no longer issue those. But I can't imagine those being good pressings. Yeah, no. So, but now we are on Now 69. And I remember the commercials, you know, when we were growing up, it had a lot of like a good mix of things like boy band stuff. It had rock Britney music. Spears, what have you. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the Blink 182. Yeah. And, you know, in the era of no streaming services, you know, iTunes wasn't really around yet. Like, if you wanted to make like a mix CD legally, this was almost your best option to buy a compilation of all these songs. Hmm. So, without further ado, we have. Breathing by Ariana Grande. Eh, not not surprised she shows up top yeah. there. We got Happier by Marshmallow. Taki Taki, Cardi B. No idea what that is. Sure. Uh, this Feeling, Chainsmokers, Electricity, Dua Lipa, Promises, Sam Smith, Body, Loud Luxury, Close to Me, Swali, <laughs> Ellie Golding, sure. Thunderclouds, Sia, Lost you're, in Japan, to get the remix this. version by Sean Mendez, uh, Better by Khalid, not to be confused with DJ Khalid, because there's two different things. Wait, there is? Yeah, Khalid's a different DJ than DJ Khalid. Oh my God. Yeah. Consequences, Camille Cabello, ooh, my favorite, Shallow, the radio edit, Lady Gaga. <laughs> Tequila. And Bradley Cooper, don't forget about it. Oh, yeah, we can't forget Bradley Cooper on Put that. some spec on his name. Wow, great great contribution, Bradley. Uh, tequila, Dan and Shay. Not to be confused with the only tequila song that matters called Tequila by the Champs. Uh, there's No Way, Julia Michaels, Broken, Lovely the Band, Shotgun, George Ezra, Slow Three. Jack Sampson, Heavy Flag, The Accidentals, Older Sasha Sloan. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you, a little bit of you is dying the more you read this so whole list. I guess my question is, we have streaming services. We have infinite ways to download and listen to music. These songs are all played on the radio. John, what's the, what, why are they still making now things? And are they still warranted in this day and age? This is warranted for the young kids who don't get to listen to or buy that much music out there, and all they listen to is the radio. Now 69 serves a purpose for those people out there who don't have streaming services and just can't get enough of what they listen to on the radio. Those people exist, by the way. Mm. God bless them. I don't get how they do it, but they do it somehow. And I I don't get it either. I feel like this series should have died out by now. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if it does in the next coming couple of years. Yeah, I mean, there's no point in like, I, you know, most cars these days don't even have CD players anymore. No. Or even computers, like the computer I'm recording on doesn't even have a CD player. So, Well, that's also just a Mac being a Mac. Right, but you know, but my old Mac had a CD player yeah, and now it doesn't. Too. And that was what, five years ago, five, six years ago? Yeah. So obviously the technology is changing and the appeal of this is seems like it's going away. I think so too. I also just kind of feel like too that I don't know with with radio in general there's just so much limited real estate now. Like mm -hmm. looking at that list it just goes to show that like somebody who's really popular one year is going to be completely forgotten about the next. 
Yeah. Like a lot of these are artists that are going to come in, they're going to make their money with their hit, and then they're going to be gone the next year. Well, it's kind of like, you know, back in the 60s and 70s, you have all these one-off bands that, oh, yeah. you know, come Absolutely. out with novelty songs and kind of things. It's like almost these songs are the new, like, novelty songs, like your Monster Mash or yeah. Electric Slide and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I just think that this doesn't really serve a purpose anymore. Not just because, like, hey, you can, you know, listen to this music normally on the radio or you can stream it, but I'm pretty sure, like, with all these artists on this list, you could also listen to them, like, music videos. Yeah, YouTube. YouTube, you know, just all that kind of stuff. So it's like, if you already have been listening to them a lot what's the point of getting them on a mix i agree and i feel like too now that best buy stopped selling cds that's a good point you know like where are people buying cds anymore besides a local music store yeah and i, I think if you true. go you know not to sound snobbish but if you're going to a music store you're not looking for now 69 no you're you're not usually not no usually you're not uh you know it'll probably be there at the front end cap you know just being one of the new releases that came out if there is a cd store that sells it but yeah i i don't know who this is for other than that you know that audience that just can't get enough radio with radio music because to your point streaming services are just so immensely popular and i don't think they're going away anytime soon and there's so many different versions i mean besides itunes music and spotify but mm-hmm. all of them are going to have all these artists so there's no exclusivity anymore yeah and there's not like i mean the only thing i could really say is you know instead of going to itunes and buying each of these songs for a dollar 29 i guess you get somewhat of a discount if you buy this cd and it's 10 bucks but at the same time it's not stopping anyone from downloading each of these songs illegally or finding other ways to get them so yeah, I could see definitely in a couple of years this series kind of just ending. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. And now, it just doesn't look like there's too many memorable songs on there. Yeah, and I think if they really wanted to expand, I think there's a possibility they could do something on the online streaming service. You know, work with artists exclusively to produce a special video or something like that. and Or even YouTube. I think YouTube probably should be their next market where they can, you know have an area where all these things live in pop music world, but I, I think it could become irrelevant easily in the next couple of years. Yeah, there's just really no point anymore. The more people get accustomed to not even just streaming services, but free services like Pandora, because Pandora's going to play the exact same music on here too. Yep. And you can have Pandora for free if you wanted to. Yeah, I use free Pandora. Yeah, exactly. It's like I don't listen to 40 hours of you know scripted music a week. I'm, I'm mostly on Spotify, but... You know, if you if I'm cleaning something, I mean, just like a simple mix, like Pandora is great for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I don't know, man. I I also kind of feel like too that with these kind of compilation albums too mm-hmm. as well, they're just treated as a joke now. When now sixty nine was announced, everybody was just like, nice, you know, just because of the number. I don't think I have to go into why. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, everybody just kind of made a big deal about it because of that, not because they wanted to listen to the music. Right. It's just, And really in Canada and the UK, they passed, surpassed six, now 69, 69 albums ago. So yeah. really, they're double 69. Teehee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you do the teehee. I like how you put your hand up they to your mouth 69. and everything. <laughs> Nice. 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 <laughs> nice. 
Well, that was good. That was yeah, good. That, that's a good conversation right there, buddy. <laughs> but you know what is not good? I'm almost out of coffee. Yes. That, that is the worst feeling in the world when you're almost out of a cup of coffee. No, the worst feeling in the world is in about 20 minutes when I feel it all at once and I, lo- <laughs> and I get anxious for no reason. That's the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> it's just, oh, my God. I'm seeing colors. <laughs> you ever see Vertigo? No, I haven't. Okay, there's a scene in there where Jimmy Stewart's head is like floating and like these colors are going around him. Like, like he's, it's supposed to just kind of give the sense that he's experiencing vertigo at that point. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, and mean the U2 album? <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> Hola. Hola. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I'd feel the same way too. I hate that album so much, Adam. <laughs> there's one album. I could go th- with never ever hearing for the rest of my life. It's that one. Besides the black album. <laughs> <laughs> I, I worked in a music store at one point and we just played that album nonstop. Oh no. I hated it so much. And everybody was coming in and buying it. Hey, you got the new U2 album. Oh, Hey, I don't see the U2 album. you up at, up at the front of the shelf. Arrgh! Hated it. Hated that album so much. Ah, uh, I guess the anxiety is already hitting me because my leg is going crazy here. So I, I think we need to get off the mic as soon as possible. Yeah, sounds good. But we'll <laughs> be I'm back. I'm going to go run around your apartment complex a couple of times. Scream at the top of my lungs. <laughs> um, yeah, but we'll be back next week. I think there's some good stuff coming out. Yes, uh, we got to discuss because there's several options that we can do. So I keep on going back and forth on some of them. So we'll have to leave people in suspense. But follow us on social media to keep up so you guys can listen along with us. Yeah, G4D underscore podcast. We have our website, G4Dpodcast.com, where you can download all of our episodes. And we are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Yes. All yes. right, buddy. All right. I, I, I had a good time with you. Uh, I had a much better time with you reviewing this and actually listening to it. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So stay tuned, folks, and stay caffeinated. Amen. And join us here next time on another episode of G4D, a.k.a. Grounds for Discussion by Caffeine-Induced Antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at g4dpodcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks. <laughs>